0: G'day, punters, and welcome to Winning Post's Preview Podcast for the weekend of Saturday, May 30. I'm ben Barker. Joining me once again, Joel Marshall and Daniel Nuttall. Well, Daniel, as I've written in Best Bets and Winning Week, this is the fifth anniversary to the day of Winx winning the Queensland Oaks. And uh, there is no Queensland Oaks, of course, this year. When Winx was at Durban, the main Brisbane meeting is at Durban and, indeed, the main Meeting around Australia is at Dooman with six black type races. Now, as I say, there is no Queensland Oaks, but there are a couple of uh, handy three-year-olds going around in the two black type three-year-old races. I'm not suggesting there's a winks among them, but is there something that could be a standout for next year, Daniel?
1: Yeah, look, the the two three, three-year-old features are reference. I think are very competitive races. I really like the look of Dawn Passage uh, going forward. Of course, um, Fred Best. Classic, um, with a nigh a few of these, are we heading to the Stradbroke more than likely? Getting with a lightweight and using um, a couple of jockeys already gone up on standby there James Innes and Blake Spriggs, I speak of, who ride Dawn Passage and Grand Piano. Granted, they get a run in the field, such as the times now with COVID and all the um, the border rules and all that sort of stuff. So, that Fred Best looks a good race. So I'm really looking forward to the two year old race earlier in the day, Barks, of Bill Carter stakes. We saw Isotope and Rothfire. Battle it out last week. Rothfire clearly got the upper hand there. It's now the deserved favour of the JJ Atkins next week. But this is um, whilst it's a short favourite in the field. I think it's a very open race and we'll touch on that a little bit later. But, yeah, great betting races all um, down the card, as was the case last week.
0: Well, speaking of last week, and speaking of the Stradbroke, you mentioned uh, a bit of controversy yet again about the Eagle Farm track. Uh, how did you think it played last week? Coverage I saw was pretty much along the lines of jury still out.
2: Yeah, they were getting off the fence and sort of coming wide. I, you know, I think it, I don't think it played too badly. Um, I mean, if you're going to have a track that's going to be biased, I guess you would rather it that you have to come wide rather than it just being an absolute, um, you know, rails inside bias. So, you know, if that's what we have to deal with come Stradbroke Day, then I think we can probably live with that. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Obviously, we've got Doomben Saturday and they're just two different Completely different tracks. Durban seems to be playing well, but obviously if you're, you're going to be getting back and
0: running on, uh, it can be tough at Doomben. Okay, well, we'll take you right through the black type races at Durban. It's the last six races on the card. So we're starting with race four, and it's the very good two-year-old race that you mentioned earlier, Daniel. It is the 4X Gold Bill Carter Stakes. It's over
1: 1,110 metres, a listed event at set weights. Yeah, as I referenced earlier, Got a Kiss comes up a pretty short favourite in this. I think she deserves to be favourite, but I just can't have her at the 220-230 mark. She's in the numbers for me. Um, as I said, there's plenty of chances here. You can make a case for the, the field of 15 at the moment. I reckon you make a winning case uh, for about 10 of them, I think, um, such as the strength of the field. I'm gonna, I've am gonna, i landed on one at a, a bit of a bigger price that I liked in the Ken Russell last start. That's a Chris Lee's trained always on show. Um, sort of sat on the speed there in that race and um, sort of petered out the last hundred meters over the 1200 meters. She sort of, she was on far of wisdom of water. it will be one of the favorites in the Jay Jackins next week. Um, I think back to the 11 hundreds, um, good thing for her. And yeah, $26, um, in a, in an open race, happy to have a nibble on her each way. So the 11 on top, the five in next September run, Waller train Philly um, Dan yeah, was Pittsburgh Five, of course, had some sex success few years ago. Um, first, run runner, Canberra, is good. She sort of came trouble there, into a, much to the um, relief of favorite backers. Got the job done. Uh, a bit of a freshen up since then. I think can progress further. So the five and next, the one got a kiss. Um, certainly improved up to the, this track and trip last start. Um, as I said, deserved favorite. Just in a, in a tough race. I can't have it the price, but she's in the in the numbers for sure. And the three, the resuming smart and sexy, and next. 11, 5, 1 and
2: 3. Yeah, you know, I've gone with the 7 Bellevue star here from the Waterhouse Bot Stable. She was a good winner first up at Canterbury. The form out of that race was okay. She then went to the, the Woodland Stakes uh, there, the, obviously the Scone race run at Rose Hill, and did a bit of work from the outside gate, knocked up late, but I didn't think she was too bad. Just think uh, she'll be putting herself on speed and, and give you a bit of a sight, number 7, to beat 5 September run who comes through a maiden win at Canterbury. She overcame a, a few traffic issues there to win. I think she's got a, plenty of room for improvement, being only second up. Two Minji, I'm a fan of hers. Both her Doombin wins were 1,200. She just got too far back at the Gold Coast last start and never got into it. I just worry that 11.10 is going to be a bit short, but she'll be flying home. And four Panacotta comes through the same race as Bellevue Star, finished just ahead of her. She'll get a lovely run from that gate. Seven from five, two and four. Race
0: five at Doomben on Saturday is the Mitavite Pam O'Neill Stakes. This is one of those three-year-old races I mentioned. This one, a Listed event for the Phillies over sixteen hundred metres at set weights, and a couple of these on a hat trick: Vanagirl Girl and Shoe Hood, and uh,
1: Daniel, you though, are sticking with uh, one of your faves in Rock Clock. Yeah, shes as you said, a favourite of mine. Um, she's pretty versatile and sort of where she can settle in transit. She got a long way back at Kenzo track two starts back and reeled him in in and what was a visually pleasing win. Then went to the Scone Guineas race at Rose Hill a couple of weeks ago. Just no match for Dawn Passage, who I think uh, is a good chance later on the program and that other three-year-old race of Fred Best. Um, We'll go back from the wide draw, draw and I have barrier 14. We'll go back and hopefully, um, as Joel sort of referenced earlier, Dooman can be a tough track to run on, but, um, I think there's sp- speed there for her to give, give her a chance. So the one on top, Rocker Clock, two Vanagirl in next. The former ran her um, reads pretty well now. I admittedly took a bit of a stance against her last start. She proved me wrong. Beat Supergiant and Ballistic Boy. They ran, came out and ran the Quinella and the Guns in Classic last weekend. So the former and Vanagirl reads very well. So she's clearly in, for, um, in the numbers. The three Juliana. Look, has to go up a few notches here in grade. This filly uh, with a turn of foot she showed to the sunny coast last start was um, was outstanding. If she can sort of replicate that run, she'll be in the finish, I think. And the four Celestial Falls, um, classy filly, no doubt. Might be looking for a shade further than the mile, but um, sort of definitely classy enough to measure up in this. And it will certainly go forward and give a sight. One, two, three and four for me. Yeah, I've gone with four Celestial Falls. I think she will just put herself in the right
2: spot whereas a couple of her dangers might not be able to... Uh, well, they'll be relying on a bit of luck from wide gates. She was very good first up, I thought. when second to Soldier of Love. She showed good promise in the spring, yet to run a bad race. So I think she'll be hard to beat from one Rocker Clock, who's got plenty of class. She'll run the mile out strongly. She's just, just going to need a few things to go right. A 14 Isabella's Spring is a real ruffie that might be worth including in your... Exotics, I've got a bit of time for her. Just back to 1,400 last start from the outside gate. That wasn't a great recipe. She was wide all the way, and she ran really well for second. Hopefully, she can take up a bit of a forward position from gate one. She might be a bit of a knockout hope for the trifectas. And two, Vanagirl, hard
0: to fault her form. Four on top from one, 14 and two. First leg of the Quaddy at Doombin on Saturday is race six, Channel 7 Hinkler Handicap over the eleven hundred and ten
1: meters listed event and it's a quality handicap, Daniel. Yeah, free of debt in for me will uh, ensure it is ensure to start now with the two scratch angles the second emergency, but we'll get a start now in the field, the eighteen. Um, sat on a hot pace at Adelaide last start, that new close group two and, and stuck on well. Um, only two lengths behind Zilong. Takes on the older horses, but I think he's up to these um, with the right run. Barrier 7 drawn well, and a, a rider who's riding in form at the moment, Justin Huxable. So free of debt on top. It is a it is a tough race. There's plenty of chances. The 10 in next grey shadow. Um, disappointed on a heavy track last start, but her first two runs in Sydney were, were, were quite good and you know, replicates those sort of efforts on sort of drier going, um, which she prefers. Um, she's in the game for sure. Usum, Usmanov was a very easy winner up on the speed last start, but he's drawn wide here. We'll come in after the scratchings, but still uh, we'll need a bit of luck from the draw. Uh, Scalopini is a horse that always goes well fresh, must be included. My numbers, 18, 10, 3 and 9. Yeah, I'm with number 10, Grey Shadow here.
2: I think uh, she can improve. Blinker's first time. She's a real 1,100-metre specialist. Five wins from seven goes. First two runs back I thought were really good. And then can forgive her heavy track miss behind White Moss. She's been kept fresh for this. And as I said, with the blinkers on, I think she'll run you a really good race each way. Then looking down towards the bottom, 19, hold the line, hit the line very hard. And the Chief De Beers at the Sunshine Coast, I think she's come back in really good order. She should settle a bit closer from that gate. 18, free of debt, keeping her safe. They went, was keeping him safe, sorry. They went really quick in that Euclid Stakes. And yeah, I thought he stuck on okay. His forms a little bit patchy this time in, but uh, he can put himself in the right spot. And seven Panino, who did win that Chief De Beers? Gee, they got the lot there. Fourteen into four eighty, and she was an impressive winner. She, uh, well, she only has to back that up to be going close. Ten on top from nineteen, eighteen, and seven.
0: Second leg of the quality at Doomben on Saturday is race seven, the four X dry chairman's handicap group three quality event. Over 2,000 metres, and uh, the good news, Joel, for our front page is that uh, of Chris Waller's eight runners here, he has scratched (laughs) the Lord Mayor. So uh, the Lord Mayor will be running in Sydney in the Lord Mayor's Cup, which surely is his race. Uh, But, Daniel, meanwhile, what are we going for here in uh, the second leg of the court?
1: Well, one that's also in that Lord um, Mayor's race in Sydney, and as I speak, I would have thought, He'd be running here, John Barrier Seven Ilwendo. John, um, I think my 18 or 19 in Sydney. Um, he's got a jockey for Sydney. He hasn't got a jockey for here. So at the moment, so I'm not too sure where. But if here, he's um clearly on top. He's racing really well. He led them up in the Gosford Cut last start, only grabbed late by another dollar, and there he gets three kilos off another dollar for this. Um, look, both horses, I think, are top chances in this. Have proved themselves over this route and they do race well in Queensland. So. Fifteen on top of four in for third. I got the fourteen live and free um, wide draw here, and sort of had every chance I think up to the mile last time. I'd be just be looking for this two thousand meter trip now. Third up, uh, Savakul as well in the game. I think Scratch from Sydney will be running here likely. So my numbers: fifteen, four, fourteen, twenty. Hopefully, Wendo will. Oh uh, yeah, running running in Brizzy. Yeah, this is a tricky
2: race. I've gone with fourteen live and free. Just. Might have settled a bit too close there in the Scone Cup. He loomed and had his chance and didn't quite finish off. All his form out to this distance range is pretty solid. If he gets a little bit of luck, I think he'll run well. But this is a a real trap race. For another dollar, she's back in form. Strong win in the Gosford Cup. Up three kilos, but she'll do no work from that gate. Get her chance. Three Brimham Rocks. He didn't really quicken there in the Gosford Cup, but he was okay. He did win the Naturalism third up last time in. That form would take him very close here. And 15, Ilwendo. Yeah, of course, Matt McGilvray was down to ride, but uh, he looks to have been replaced in all his rides, I think, with the concussion issues from a, no. a pretty bad fall on Wednesday. So, fingers crossed, nothing too major with him. But uh, yeah, I would suspect Ilwendo will go to Queensland, but hasn't been scratched
0: anywhere yet. On with 14 from 4 3 and 15. Race 8 at Doomben on Saturday, The race we were talking about earlier TAB Fred Best Classic is set weights for three-year-olds over 1350 metres as Group 3 level as we speak to you uh, mid-Thursday afternoon. Three of the 14 are out already, including one of the original favourites in high tail. Dawn Passage, this leaves Dawn Passage, is pretty much the one to beat, uh, Daniel, your pick. But uh, certainly there's some other good ones here, uh, Grand Piano and a couple of the fillies in exhilarates and subpoenaed.
1: Oh, sure is. Um, I think it's a competitive race note. No doubt about that, but just hard to uh, go against Dawn Passage. He's done nothing wrong this time in. Um, been unlucky in the Arrowfield on a heavy track earlier in the preparation, but his t- two runs since at Rose Hill over 400 metres have produced pretty dominant wins, really. Um, beat Rocket Clockwell, held that horse at bay, that filly at bay last start. And yeah, I think just drawn nine uh, with even luck is the one to beat again the three. So on top, Dawn Passage, 13 in next, subpoenaed. Never really got a crack at them. Last start, uh, probably a good thing beaten um, in that race. Of course, Joel mentioned last week, there was the horse that um, got the the, was it, the payout from Sportsbet. Um, if you're on, it was just sort of that sort of run. It never got out and a uh, very tough watch if you're on her. I think she can get a turn here. Accelerates will be closer to the action than she was first up. She's clearly come back in top order. And the five in next Grand Piano, he'll be looking for a berth in the Stradbroke, um, racing in career best form at the minute three 13 12 and
0: five
1: yeah i'm with 13 subpoenaed i just think the the wide
2: gate suits her she's just going to need a little bit of luck but i think if she keeps out of trouble she's got a really good turn of foot she just needs to get to the outside of runners which wasn't the case last start and i think over these sprinting trips even though she looked like she would stay i think these sprinting trips is more her go i think she's very hard to beat from three dawn passage she'll be Well, he'll have a head start on her. He'll make his own luck and he'll be tough to chase. Five Grand Pianos flying, four wins from five starts this time in, all of them against older horses. His only miss was on the heavy in the Carbine Club and 12 exhilarates, was good at the Gold Coast, just got too far back. Not sure if she can... I mean, she will sit a little bit closer, but she can't really use that draw. She just does seem to settle in the back half all the time. So that's, um, yeah, a little bit of a query, but she won't be too far away. I am keen on subpoenaed 13 from 3, 5, and
0: 12. And subpoenaed is among the emergencies also for the last race at Doombin on Saturday. It is race nine, TAB Helen Coglin Stakes. It's over the same 1350-metre trip, but this one for fillies and mares, set weights and penalties, a listed race, and Daniel in the on the last page of your winning post Doom and form guide this week you speak to michael costa about his feelings on uh, farewelling manea who uh, is off to the breeding barn after this and you have found a spot for her in your four uh, although she is marked at at about, uh, about 50 bucks i think in your winning post but barrier 18 and no jockey, maybe the fair, maybe she's <laughs> on the
1: bloody float on the way to the stud already <laughs> Anyway, talk <laughs> us through your pick. Yeah, it looks that way. Um, she's a ripping ripping mare. i you know, never been sort of top line, but always been consistent and been a good sort of horse for the Michael Costa stable, as I referenced in that article, um, sort of a young trainer. And she's been a sort of staple for him and uh, running well every time she comes up. I think if she gets a run, she certainly... Um, worth throwing in the quaddy at a big price. Um, she comes out of the silk stocking. I think that's the form line of trust in this race. And many of these do come out of the silk stocking. Um, in fact, the first four, the four of my numbers all come out of that race. I've got Jen rules on top the Snowden, Snowden girl in the bottom of the page. We'll get a run now after the scratching of Pinino. um, just kept coming on a day. Not many made ground in the middle of the track, uh, and sort of sat wide covered ground throughout. I thought it, it was very good. And, um, she only finished very close off the winner there in Love You, Lucy. Multaja and Fiesta also came out of that race as a reference. multaja too found the line nicely. I think she finishes closer with a clearer run, but she's a horse that finds bad luck more often than not. Um, as, I would, as I would know, I, I seen to back her quite often, and, um, yeah, she seems to get in bad luck. She's a very good horse on a day with a good turn of foot, but, yeah, just seems to run into trouble. Fiesta rocketed home in that same race might have won the race with even luck. Manea, um, are I think the best roughies. So 17 Gen Rules, hopefully with an easy run in transit, can um, get the job done today. 17, 4, 1 and 11. I've gone
2: around the silk stocking for this race. I've gone for the Sydney form. I really like Romany Girl each way, number 15. Thought her fresh run was excellent in the Dark Jewel. She drew off the track, came really wide and, and just kept running on. Strong last 400 metres. She's never missed a place second up. And she has drawn a bit better. I think she's a a good bet each way from 13 Bangkok, who was flying prior to her last couple, which have just been so-so. This is probably a little bit of a step back in grade. Uh, 14 into the abyss. She doesn't win often. That's a little negative with her, but she was very good in the dark jewel. And I will include the winner of the silk stocking, Love You Lucy, because she was wide all the way and just kept fighting them off. I thought all honours to her, 15 on top. From thirteen, fourteen, and ten, and obviously on banking on subpoenaed going around in the Fred Best.
0: All right. Well, Jen rules. Daniel was your value bit for the program. We have not heard about your best just yet, which was uh, race one, number three, Kununga.
1: Yeah, as Joel sort of referenced before, I guess that explains the reason no jockey for all windows. Um, likewise, Kununga. Maddie McIlrath was going to ride Kununga. Was um, my best bet of the day, race one, number three. Um, I think can get us off good, good start. Trialed very well in readiness for this horse that goes well fresh. Drawn four, maps to get a lovely run just off the hot speed. There'll be plenty of speed up in front, and I think she should just settle a few pairs back and get the last crack of them um, on the back of you. As I said, some some nice trials. So can I get my best race one, number three?
0: All righty. Caulfield is the venue for Melbourne racing on Saturday. No black type, but uh, plenty of very, very big fields. Joel, uh, you like one uh, coming back after a few impressive jump outs early on the card.
2: Yeah, race two, number 10, Sommel. She was my
0: best bet last week in the last race. I think she was about
2: 13 or $14, and they scratched her, and this week she's gone up $5. So obviously the... The bookies are a lot keen on her chances this week, so I'm going to stick with her. Yeah, as I touched on in last week's podcast, I just think she's flying. Her jump outs have been really good. Hard to fault her form too much. She beat a subsequent stakes winner on debut. She did start $2.30 against Rubisaki in one of her defeats. So I'm keen on her. In saying that, I could possibly save on Paul's regret, who is flying, and she had no luck last start. I think they're the, the big two hopes in that race too. And I've made my value bet. One of these imports, I noticed Kieran Maher, David Eustace, have got a lot of these uh, imports set to debut in Australia. They've been jumping out. I think they've got two newcomers at Caulfield on Saturday. One of them race seven, number five, Bartholomew Dias, who you would suspect that he's going to get better over further. I think 1600 is going to be very good for him first up. Really liked his recent jump out at Sandown. They went quick with a tearaway leader. He was out the back, but his last 100 metres was very good in that jump out. And I don't think there's many hopes here. Sikorsky's the obvious. He's flying and c- could win again. But there's a bit of a tail here, and I think he's got a bit of upside the import. Number five.
0: Well, speaking of Sikorsky, he was my best on the program race. Seven, number six. And my value bet, one of my favourites for race Five, number two, switchy Frank Barry Crocker last time, <laughs> but uh, has been freshened up by... Adam Twinder and I thought at her best, could give, uh, give the
1: favourite Godot a decent fright. Daniel, your specials at Caulfield. Yeah, the best comes up in the last. Uh, Girl Tuesday hasn't had much luck at all, this preparation. Um, yeah, complete in the Hawkesbury Cup. They stepped up to this trip in that race in Adelaide, a listed race in Adelaide, and many thought it was a bit of a weighted certainty at the 55.5. Um, I think the winner was good, Oasis Girl, but got a, a long way back girl Tuesday, and just um, didn't really have a clear crack at them there. Um, Damien Oliver on board, hopefully her, her luck can change. If it does with even luck, I think she'll be very hard to beat in the last. So race nine, number six. The value comes up in uh, race number four, the seven translator, who was keen on an each-way basis last week, but was scratched because of the wet track, according to Nigel Blackerson. Um, that's been freshened up. One first up, the maidens over 1,600 meters, and stepped up to the 1750 and won again. Um had a month in between runs, freshened for this and speaking to Nigel Blackerson earlier in the week for an article. He's pretty confident that he can run a big race at 1,600 metres, even though um, he is a horse that will probably get better over further. 2,000 metres is the aim later in the preparation, one of those um, winter finals. But has been yeah, on the fresh side, Craig Williams sticks two for two on him. And um, yeah, at about $9, happy to have each way, race four, number seven.
0: Any further thoughts on Bourbon, Joel? Uh, No, that was it for me. All righty. Well, speaking of Daniel's story on translator, you'll find that on page 102 of your printed winning post this week, page 10 of the online version, which is, of course, out now. We are racing at Rose Hill in Sydney on Saturday. There is a black type race, which we've uh, mentioned several times already. That is race seven, the Lord Mayor's Cup. Listed event over 2,000 metres. And uh, the good news, punters, is that uh, you've only got five Chris Waller horses to sort out at this stage because uh, he had eight in it. It has uh, scratched three. But, Joel, uh, I assume, having uh, gone for it on the front page, you are sticking with the Lord Mayor in the Lord Mayor's Cup.
2: Yes, it would be an apt winner of the race. I am sticking with him. He's got a shocking gate and he's going to have to get a long way back, I would have thought. But he just... Seems to be peaking at the right time. Well, he should be. Third up, he's got a great record. Four goes, three wins and a placing. 2,000 metres he loves and he likes wet ground. His last 2,000 metre third up run when he finished third, that was his only third up defeat. He was able to settle two sort of three back defence. So he's he's not going to get that spot on Saturday. But, uh, you know, wet track coming wide might be the go. So I'll go with him each way and he's a good price too. Four Dr. Drill, hard to beat. Bounced right back in the Scone Cup, third up and the step-up and distance should suit him even more. 160's groove was beaten one length when third in the Doomben Cup, second up this time last year. So I'd suspect he can improve from his Scone Cup midfield finish. And three big duke might be the big knockout. Long time since he's won, and he's probably better known for his efforts over further. But his last two runs over this distance range first up have been really good. He does love wet tracks. Now if it stays in the heavy range, that'll suit him more. Obviously, the softer ground probably doesn't suit him as much. And a couple of those emergencies now that they'll probably sneak in, Batiga and Rapita Shaparo are chances. It's a, a pretty wide-open race. But I've gone eight from four, one and three.
1: I'm with Sixties groove. Um, look, th- only second up here, but it is a horse that has proven a, it can come to hand pretty quickly as two wins from six second up. And he sort of has, a, has to come to hand pretty quickly. He's only, he's very spaced um, I guess, uh, preparations only there's about three or four runs of prep for going out, but yeah, I think he can certainly run a race, giving him all weight, but, um, sort of deserves it, doesn't he? So the one on top 60s groove four Dr. Drill winner of the Scone cup as Joel reference. I think he's better suited up to 2000 meters, um, and goes well this way going. So the four in for second, the two, uh, Yulong Prince running well without reward in, in sort of stronger company. Um, uh, gets James McDonald back on. I think that's a big plus. And in for fourth, I have the 18 Bataga. Looks like um, he'll get around the three-year-old colt. 19, uh, sorry, the 15 Awendo also go on the numbers if here. Um, but yes, yeah, I think he's likely going to be running in Brisbane. Yeah, one four two eighteen fifteen.
0: All righty. <coughs> Uh, well, now we go to the specials uh, at Rose Hill, and uh, you're going head-to-head with your value bets. But first, Joel, let's hear about your best race four, number 11, Soldier of He's Love. come back in really good order,
2: this bloke. He was a bit of a surprise run first up, sneaking into the placings at 50 to 1, but he backed that up with a good win second up over Celestial Falls. Drops a little bit in weight, third up, creeps out to 1,500, should be ideal, and he should get a nice run. So I think he could... Proved very tough to beat again. I've made my value bet 3U'd race 6, number 13, on the backup from last week, where she got in off the ballot and ran really well, just missed mine, blazing miss. She's having a good prep, this girl. And I think the little step up in distance on the quick backup will suit. And I've tipped Rachel King to win four races, so she
1: might be worth a look
2: for the jockey challenge. Uh,
1: best for me comes up in the last uh, race 9, number 6, Adalong. Look, it was a bit of a two. Touted to be a two horse race in the market anyway between Adalong and Lashes. Adalong sort of gave a windburn there, she thrashed him. Um, and this is a slightly tougher benchmark 78, uh, has to go up two or three kilos into this, of course, Superium, I think, will provide a challenge, The three. Uh, smart gelding resuming, but Adalong, on the strength of that last start, went hard to ignore in this. So race nine, six, the best. And the value comes up here, yeah, as your reference barks, in race six, Feather fastest last 200 metres of the day, um, over 1,200 metres. She's crying out for the 1,400 metres. Both her wins have come over this trip. Um, she's a horse that can, has to get back and needs a bit right um, for sort of things pan out for her to, to run well. And the Barry's no help again. She's drawn 11, drawn 12 and 12 in her first two. So the Barry gods aren't on her side this preparation, but she's running well. A couple of uh, close runner-up efforts. And yeah, just a key up to 1,400 metres, I think, for her as well as the, the drier track. So race... Feather, the value.
0: All righty. In Adelaide on Saturday, they are racing on the Parks track at Morfordville. Feels not quite as monstrous as they have been in SA for uh, uh, recent weeks.
1: Daniel, you are saving the best till last. Tell us about race nine, number one, Appalachian. Just the key for... This horse is dropping back into a benchmark 58. He's contested a 78 and 80 of his last two, and he's running really well. He had no luck two starts back. Should have finished much closer there. And then um, just on the soft going, I'm not sure she prefers the sort of wetter tracks. Uh, he, he runs okay on them, but I think he'll get a dry track here today um, and gets the services of an Inforp lachlan Nindorf claiming two. We'll go back from the wide draw, and there's plenty of speed on, I think, the two and the six Exalted Gold and Pandy. They both like to lead, so they'll hopefully... Um, at a bit of a breakneck speed in front over a 1,000 metres, and Appalachian will come down the outside and, and run over the top of them in the, in the last. That's is hoping anyway. So race nine, number one, Appalachian. The value, it's not much value. I think it's about $5 is uh, race six. And as Orion Ryan Balfour mare dreamed, um, who was very good in mare's grade two back, sustained a long run and um, charged him like a freight train just to miss an all-the-way sort of leader. Um, on the park surface too, back then up to the 1600 meters, queen of the South group Two started $81 there, ran really well. Um, I guess ran well considering the company she was against. She was only four lengths of the winner shroud and missed. Um, I think from the good draw here, so a little, little bit closer again and uh, be within striking distance on the turn dreams, not much value. I think it's about $5, as I said, but, um, uh, we make making the best and next best race six, number four dreams.
0: In Perth on Saturday, we are at Belmont again, and there is uh, once again a um, a high-quality Group 3 Sprint here at weight for age. This one's over 1,400 metres. It's race eight, the Iron Jack Belmont Sprint, and BJ Ryan is really keen on the Velvet King coming off an enormous run for second to Vega Magic in the Group 3 Roma Cup. And his only danger, or his main danger there, is the uh, number 13, the mere angelic ruler, also coming out of the run a couple She ran fifth. So it is race eight, number eight, to beat 13. And on what BJ expects to be a big day for the Cerise and White of Peter's investments, his best is race four, number two, Windstorm. And the value bet there is race seven, number 14, son of Bacchus, leaves us only to remind you to pick up your winning post if you haven't already or download it online, only five bucks, Uh, you've got all the value of the printed product plus uh, a couple of uh, extra little bonuses as well, all your favourite editorial features and statistics naturally. Uh, Finally, our best $20 bet for the weekend, well I was overdue. I got back on the scoreboard, not to any flash extent, but just with Alpha Oro, at not much better than even money. This time, though, I think I will go each way, and uh, I will go to Corfield. and the very special horse that I want to back is race five, number two, Twitchy Frank. Uh, I'll make Joel.
2: subpoenaed race eight, number 13. My best, maybe 10 a win Saturday, and maybe chuck $10 on the double her to win on Saturday into the Stradbroke for a, a better price.
1: Uh, first race in Brizzy, Kadunga, I think, can get, off, get us off to a flyer. So race one, number three uh, a Dooman. All right. We
0: will be back next
1: Thursday
0: from around about four o'clock to talk about Stradbroke Day. And a big weekend of action around Australia. But in the meantime, have a great weekend, everybody. Back plenty of winners, and we'll talk to you next week on the preview.